I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am Ben the Better. Uh, changing up things, I went away from losing bets constantly to now hosting uh, a really bad podcast. Brad, how are you doing? A losing, a losing bet podcast. It's, it's what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's what yeah. we do. That's why Ben's a perfect fit for for this podcast. <laughs> did, did we win Munich last week? I don't I don't recall what it was. Uh, yes, we did. We very much won Munich. It was uh, it was Allen inside the distance. Mm, that was an easy one. That's my boy. Yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. um, Roberson going for that leg lock. That was <laughs> that was uh, that as was soon as that happened. I was like, oh yeah, we're <laughs> we're good. What, even with like little time left, I was like, I bet there's a chance he could finish this. I was like, <laughs> I bet this could actually happen. Overall, I thought that card was. I had way more fun than expected. I would say on that card. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any other way to look at it. There was some weird shit. There was some fun shit. There were some bad fights that were so bad that they were entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, there was Masvidal getting absolutely put into another universe, which was great. Yeah, sometimes the MMA gods are, are kind. You know, Masvidal talks all week. It was all his camp, and he didn't have a, he didn't have a training camp, and he had to cut too much weight. And then he had that clip, which I've seen like a thousand times now, of him talking about how uh, Usman has the least amount of power <laughs> of anyone he's ever faced. And like he was uh, joking. That was like a two-minute segment on that. That, no joke, to me, was one of the cleanest knockouts I have ever seen. Oh, yeah. Ever. It, it had everything. Especially because it was like still real early in the round. So like – Masvidal's hair was still all wet from the water they sprayed on him in the corner. Wet <laughs> the water when he hit it? Oh, oh, God. That was that was just justice for everything. And typical MMA, right? I, I, was, imp- I was as impressed with, with Usman as the next guy. But did you notice after that fight, now Usman's the pound-for-pound pound, uh, greatest fighter in the world. Uh, the guys who were above him didn't lose, but Usman beat a journeyman who has like 20 losses on it. A lightweight journeyman. Yes, yes. So that made him the greatest. But, I mean, Usman's striking looked better, but until that punch, he still, to me, looked. it still looked like Usman's striking. Like, it didn't look like this badass striker. I, oh. I've seen little – he's definitely – from three years ago, sure. But I thought this Usman striking looked like he did, you know, the last few fights. I don't think it was his big jump. But man, that punch, it was, it was clean. That punch was just about as perfect as it gets, but all of the right hands that he threw in the first round were hideous. Yeah. They Awful. were. They were. I was actually, you know, cause I, I bet on Usman, I, I obviously wanted Masvidal to lose, but I was actually kind of getting a little bit worried in the second round because he was spamming those overhand rights that were missing by like 20 feet. And I was like, is he going to gas himself out trying to finish this guy? Cause he talked beforehand the whole card how he wanted to finish him and knock him out and all this stuff. And then he was just spamming these wild shots, which is not the best way for a guy who doesn't who doesn't have the best striking or the most power 
uh, to win fights. But Masvidal sucks. Yeah. He sucks. He sucks. He's not very good. If, if he was good, I think I said this last week, if he was good, he would have been a champion when he fought, like, Gilbert Melendez back in Strike Force. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have taken him getting to 36 and fighting for a welterweight title yeah. in the UFC to win the belt. I mean, when you look at Masvidal, I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but it was more of just circumstances that got him oh, yeah. to this point for, you know, getting title shots um, and especially the popularity, right? I think it was, you know, that Astrid fight, like it was, that changed everything for him. But the, the funny thing is like the 180 of the of the turn, I remember when he was facing Darren Till, Everyone on the on planet Earth wanted Masvidal, you know, to win that fight, and everyone was rooting for Masvidal. And then the Askren stuff happens, and then he fights Usman. Everyone's this big Masvidal fan. Everyone wants Masvidal to win. And man, did it turn on a dime where everyone just hates this fucking guy. How could you not? I mean, that, he's awful. Yeah, I, I I don't know what else to say. Um, yeah, he's you know one of those like. You know, we'll talk about another uh, fake gangster later on the card. Um, but, you know, just, yeah, he's not a, a likable person. He had one amusing catchphrase that everyone caught on to. Um, and yeah. then he has repeatedly shown who he is after that. Yep. And it's not yep. somebody that's I mean, good at fighting. I mean, he's he's no, I mean, always been, like, decently technical, and but, yeah. like, not an elite fighter. Absolutely not. Never. No, and I think, you know, he got that big win versus Darren Till, uh, which was a big win. That, that was a good win. I know you've talked about it forever. Darren Till only uses one side of his body. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's a little bit different there. And then he, that famous moment with the Leon Edwards thing and that. But, I mean, how, I can't tell you how many times I saw on Twitter after this Usman fight there, you've been baptized like this whole thing, like everyone starts using, you know, what Masvidal says. So it was, it was tremendous. So I, Sean I should be it. it was yeah, great. He'll, he'll be on uh, in ten minutes, probably. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the beer that I have tonight. Uh, it, it's from a, a little brewery in my hometown, and it's a tropical stout. That sounds weird. Because I wouldn't think yeah. of stout being tropical. No, that's I'm interested. I'll keep you yeah. posted. Let me, let me know what that is. I like kind of weird combinations. I remember. Have you ever had a sour IPA? Yes. Yeah, I, I actually quite enjoy those. They're great. It's it's kind of like the best of both worlds because you get the sour, you know, the sours, then it cuts it with the the IPA. Real good. I, I when I used to go to Denver for work like all the time, they always had a million sour IPAs. I have no idea why. Like we that. were out of any beer that I drink, so Helena had Coronas, which not a fan, not a fan of, not a fan of Coronas. But you got the lime in there, which is like the the only saving grace. But you can tell it's a bad beer by the fact that you have to put fruit in <laughs> to even semi get through the beer. Uh, not a not a good sign. Uh, and and Wes is not joining tonight. Um, he got the second vaccine, and the chip is rattling around in there, and he's just yeah, he's, he's not becoming one happen. with the matrix. You know, he's he's got to do what he's got to do. Yep. Yeah. Plus, he's Mr. Cheap. Robot shit. He's gonna yeah. bring down uh, co- major corporations. Wes is mm. Wes is doing the Lord's work right now. Yep. <laughs> you can tell hey, me, Ben. Um, have you seen the streak 
our boy Ben is on in the last week. He he must be on fire because I'm not even on seeing. Fire. I'm not even seeing the bets in the uh, in the chat lately because nobody yeah. wants to fade this guy right now. Woo. I'll tell you what he's he's having like eight in one day. I, and now what he does, like he always does, right? Like when he has like a few good days in a row, he talks shit to everyone. He brags how he's the best. He says, buy my subscription, all this stuff, how he's amazing, calls people stupid. And then he'll go on and have like 12 straight losing days. Like now's the time to hop on Ben Trail. Oh, so. yeah. And this is the point where he's like, oh, you know, I've been hitting all my bets. Time to make everything a four unit bet, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yesterday. Lose. Well, yeah, it was the perfect of like, he's just on a lucky streak. So he bet, he had a four unit play again yesterday and he took the Mavericks minus one, went off as the Mavericks plus five. (laughs) So he lost six points on the line and he won. (laughs) Like that's kind of been, even when he wins. Mm -mm. All right. Uh, uh, I guess we'll go through the rest of the card and then from last week. And then when Sean gets here, we'll cover the other card. Um, so starting off, we started off with uh, not the best first few fights. Wasn't feeling it early on um, with the uh, Molina fight. Oh no, that, I'm thinking of the one, this one, this one that did start good and then it got slow. Um, so women's strawweight division, Ariana Carnalosi defeated Na Liang. This was actually the good fight. I'm thinking of last week, the first three fights I fell asleep in. Um, this fight was actually okay. It was okay. This fight was very fun and very terrible. Well, the that's time. the best kind of women's MMA. Uh, DC, he compared it to what, what fight did he do? Uh, Hearns Yeah. What a, compar- what a comparison that was. DC and Rogan were almost... They're getting worse every card, which at this point in Rogan's career, I didn't think it was possible to get worse every card. And DC is always just terrible, but he really amps up the terribleness when Rogan's really having a bad night. This is bad. I mean, he had to do all his his Jake Paul uh, stuff too, and you know, be be the hall monitor and try and bring down MMA's biggest star, Jake Paul, Jake Paul. Uh, as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was – the funny thing is, like, DC was like, I'm not going to box you. I'm not a boxer. I want to fight you in an MMA fight. It's like, just don't say anything. That's a yeah. better response, saying nothing. And then – and Jake Paul's just thriving on this. hilarious. He's calling out Usman and all this stuff. Like, <laughs> the kid's smart. He's, he's a smart kid, and he gets it. I mean, he's more popular than everybody but, but Connor. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure some MMA fans would argue like Engano and some no. other people, but the no. only people I can think of that are more popular than Jake Paul are in MMA is Connor, Brock Lesnar, yeah. <laughs> and Ronda, Ronda Rousey. That's it. That's it. There's, yeah. there's no one else. And that is that. And is he sad. hasn't even fought in MMA. No, he doesn't need to. <laughs> he just fights up MMA guys, and he's – I got to give it to him. Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. I, I don't like everyone's like, oh, he's a garbage person. Like most of the people in MMA are garbage people. So yeah. that's not a disqualifier. And he's getting more people paid than like 
Frank Mir wasn't even fighting him, and he got like two hundred thousand dollars to box the forty-four year old for six rounds. I think he got like three fifty. There you go. No joke. And like, and Askren, who's literally just retired, doing wrestling coaching, playing on the farm, mm-hmm. doing frisbee golf. Jake Paul gave him a check for five hundred thousand dollars. Like that's he a good man. Hip surgery with that check. Yeah, because you know the UFC wasn't covering that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. So the next fight was, was pretty great. Uh, Jeff Molina taking some dude who just walks forward and refuses to block punches. Um, I enjoyed this fight. I thought this was a, a great fight. Molina's yeah, I, not I great. Re- no, I, I don't remember a lot about this fight. I just remember that they both threw a shitload of punches, and Molina especially threw like a billion punches in the third round of that fight. Um, so so yeah. that was fun, but these Chinese fighters, they're not good. But they're fun. <laughs> they're oh yes, yeah. because fun. They're, yeah, just, they're, they're below the threshold of mediocre MMA, so they get back into fun yeah. MMA. Yes, it's, it's like exactly. And I actually, this fight was it was unanimous. Um, I actually, it was this fight was closer than like I I thought we were going to see a split knockdown at the end of the second round, but he lost that round up until that knockdown pretty decisively. Like, this fight was close to going their way. I don't think Molina's all that good, but I thought he came out after kind of taking a beating that first round and a half and, and won the fight. But I, I don't think any of these guys are going to be making their way up the rankings anytime soon. <laughs> and then we had uh, Rodrigo Vargas defeating Rong Zhu. Um, I recall very little about this fight. Very little. There was some wrestling. There was some nothing. The thing I remember most about this fight is um, Rongju, um, which sounds like it's saying he's the wrong Jew, but you, know, you, got, you got the right Jews here, so we're covered on that front. Uh, but him just looking to his corner because he was completely yeah. lost in there. Yeah, he he showed the sign. Um, he started. He started connecting a little bit, and you see the kid had some good hands. He just seemed not prepared uh, for this fight, and he wasn't fighting anyone worth a shit either. He'll get another fight, and hopefully, they put him with someone like really bad, like really, <laughs> really, really bad. So they maybe, need like, to do like, like a, a Mally type. <laughs> <laughs> they need to do like a regional uh, Chinese circuit. Uh, well, to, to get these fighters wins under the UFC banner, but not fighting UFC competition. <laughs> they are. Did you see what they're doing a contender series China in the U.S.? They, they need it. <laughs> yeah. How great is that? I hope it's like just 10 Chinese fighters, like no <laughs> ground games, just sloppy striking overhand rights. It's going to be great. I'm I'm excited for it. You don't have to, and we don't have to bet on it. Like there's no way you bet on something like that. So you just watch it. It'll be fun. You just bet the dog. Literally everybody <laughs> just bet the dog. Dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the way to do it. Um, and then a fight that I got totally wrong. Uh, Donna Batgirl uh, defeated Kevin Natividad by knockout in the first round. I didn't think he was good, but I didn't think he was that bad. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Uh, 
I, I don't have much to add. Like he looks like he should be good at fighting. He should be. He's, he's like not. Congo. He's yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's not good at fighting. Mm-mm. Not even. Then we move up featherweight division. Uh, Patrick Sabatini defeated Tristan Connolly. Sabatini looked awesome for two rounds, and then just decided he was done. He was done fighting <laughs> for that third round. Yeah. Uh, Why not? Sabatini. <laughs> Sabatini, I think is pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm a little salty that I didn't get to bet him as like a decent dog against the, the fat Brazilian that he was supposed to face his, his first time around. Um, but yeah, su- such is life. Um, Connolly's Canadian. He looked like death. Very Canadian. Like, <laughs> like on the scales, that was one of the worst I've ever seen. He, he escaped from Auschwitz. And we're allowed to say that because we yeah. are – this is a Jewish-only podcast as of right now. But he looked he looked sickly because like, he fought one second, uh in his first UFC fight, and then he goes down to 145 and looks like he died. But he still had the better cardio. <laughs> this fight, he still yeah. had the better cardio. He did skills, so that's usually tough in MMA. I, I want to see and then uh, we got- Connolly – before we move on, I want to see Connolly against yeah. Austin Hubbard because they both suck. And both of their only yeah. attributes are having good cardio and being tough. I just want to see what happens. Yeah. No skills. <laughs> just no. tough cardio. <laughs> that good. Yeah. Um, next fight, uh, uh, we talked about earlier, uh, Brennan Allen, Carl Roberson, uh, with, with the ankle lock. Um, <laughs> Roberson is just hilariously bad. Like, just how do you not know yourself at all? Like, no ground game, gets subbed all the time. He's getting close to the end of the round, where at this point he should just wait it out, start the second round on the feet, try to throw some bombs and get lucky and catch him. No, 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 no. The submission ace that I'm fighting, I'm going to go ahead and go for some leg locks. Which one is in the fight? Um, yeah, as soon as Allen actually decided that he was going to wrestle, uh, I felt pretty good about this bet. And I was nervous once you the first minute. Yeah, but once you start to wrestle Carl Roberson, there's no, like, you don't Get stop wrestling him. Uh, the the fight's pretty much over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was, that was, and I was kind of pissed because, like, I, there, there was not a couple minutes, but, like, Roberson was letting his hands go, and I was I was worried because Allen was landing punches. His striking looked pretty <laughs> decent in that first couple minutes. He had some moments, and I was like, oh, no, like, don't go this route. <laughs> like this is the only way you can lose. Um, and then he was kind of he was un, unlike him. He was very conservative when he got on top. He didn't go for his normal like heavy elbows, ground and pound. Didn't really you know go out for subs or anything like that. So I, I was very excited when Roberson decided the fight was over and go for the leg lock. Oh, man, uh, Munich, Easy Munich. Uh, seven, seven, seventeen, and four now. Hmm. Hmm. It's incredible. I see. Those were bad judges' calls. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Uh, Dwight Grant defeated, kind of, kind of defeated, Stefan Sekulik. Um, this fight was terrible. Um, this was a very bad fight. Dwight Grant, not good. And I, this was a bad decision. Like, the wrong guy won. But at the same time, he didn't really do anything either. Like he didn't do much with his takedowns. He kind of just laid there. There was no big moments. Like I think this is one of those. It was a bad decision, 
But I don't give a shit. Like, neither guy did much at all. Yeah, if you don't throw punches uh, and you don't get takedowns and do things with them, I don't feel bad about you losing a decision, even if I don't agree with the decision. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to care. It's it's yeah. really really hard to care. All right, and then and then we had just a, a fucking weird run um of of six fights in a row. We started with <laughs> welterweight division. I mean, these these next three fights are probably in the history of MMA the three weirdest outcomes in a row that I I've, I've ever seen. So, yeah. we start with Randy Bound defeating uh Alex Oliveira with a one- one arm rear neck. <laughs> like, I saw some people were like, yeah, this is an interesting technique or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. It chokes them out with a one arm rear naked choke. That's not an interesting move or some kind of thing like that or like that's high level. No, you're facing a guy who sucks and doesn't care. <laughs> like, there's, that's the only way to break it down. That's called the alimony technique, I believe. Um, you know, he was just there <laughs> to, to get paid to get the, the money for the kids. Um, and, yeah, you know, last week we were talking and, and you said you didn't like the doesn't go in a Howboy fight. And, Lance, I, I, I thought know. you were crazy then. <laughs> but I think well, we all got I really didn't see the no I, I really didn't see the, the one-armed rear naked chick, <laughs> uh, choke playing out. It was so weird. Like... I, I thought it was going to be Randy Brown laying on top and some ground and pound. He did smash him pretty good before he got the rear naked choke. So there, there's that yeah. too. But it was mostly Howboy being there was Howboy, Howboy. Yeah, there were there was some good there was some good gagging going on in there and quitting. <laughs> uh, but I did cash Randy Brown, so it wasn't a complete loss. I still I still won a bet. I just didn't win the the bigger one. Actually, the line was kind of close from doesn't go in the fight to Randy Brown. It was like minus 140, minus 120. So it, yeah. I won, so it doesn't matter because you're laying the juice. So it evens I mean, out. I just laid I, a little bit more to win this game. <laughs> I ended up betting both of them, so it worked out for me. Yeah. Randy Brown's good, man. He has he has a unique skill set, and I feel like he's improving. Yeah. Like I feel like he's improving as a fighter. Um, yeah. He's a scary dude at that weight class. He big, he can bang. His ground game seems like it's getting better every time we see him. Uh, yeah. I, I wrestling yet. He probably needs to get that a little bit. But I think overall, like he, he's he's all the fighter, and he's a scary dude in that weight class. He's huge. He is enormous for that weight class. He got uh, you know this started the trend of calf kicks on the night, um, and Howboy was like chewing him up with some of those stupid fucking calf he kicks was. early on. Um, and then yep. I feel like it was cumulative what happened during the night. So like all the ca- calf kicks that the Cowboy had, they carried over to the next fight and then they carried <laughs> over to the next fight and that's, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so bad. And like, calf kicks, like, that was back to that, the calf kicks and th- those were hurting, you know, Randy Brown a little bit. Like, that's the only chance Howboy had to win that fight when you, you know, see how it played out and everything is calf kicks. And like, I hate that. I, I just, I hate it. There's, they're awful. Mm-hmm. Why do we, why do we do them? Um, mm-hmm. It's for, it's for like an equalizer for bad fighters. But at the same time, outside of maybe freak injuries, right? Like want, like the thing with, um, you know, what's his name? I got to look back. Uh, Crute 
And then with Wyman, like there's obviously free things, but most of the time calf kicks of a bad fighter aren't beating a good fighter. Normally the good fighter is still winning, even if they're getting kicked in the calf, like good fighters. I don't know if they're tougher, if they can just deal with it more. I don't know, but I've never seen like a, a guy who's way worse win because of calf kicks versus a good guy. I'm, I'm sure of, we've seen it. I try and block it out of my mind because they're a, <laughs> a stupid thing. <laughs> yes, that's fair. So then we go to we go to the we chop up the pay per view with just some some weirdness. Um, Anthony Smith defeated Jimmy Crute. Uh, doctor stoppage in between rounds. It was that nerve thing, I guess, that happened to Sean O'Malley. Except Sean O'Malley got it and he whined and cried and crawled into a into a little ball in the corner <laughs> of the cage. Crute. Gets two takedowns on Anthony Smith. If he had another minute, he might have finished that fight on the ground. And then he's screaming at the ref, saying he can fight. And the reason he at the very end is because when he pounded his chest, he stepped. Right he the rolled his ankle. <laughs> like, and the, oh man, and like, it, what a what a. And I would have won a parlay if Crute won, so it wasn't my favorite ending, but just hilarious. Calf kicks are so stupid. Yeah, I I had the over one and a half in this fight, um, so lost that in <laughs> the most hilarious way. But that not like fun. if if a, an injury happens to you got to you, and then you are beating the guy after the injury, that's bad. Wh- why why are you stopping the fight ever? Yeah, well that that's a crude said. He was like because it was a nerve thing. It wasn't like he broke his foot for his ACL or whatever it is. And after he was like, I get why he stopped it, but I I could still fight. And the, the funny thing is like, I maybe I'm wrong. I feel like if the doctor didn't stop that fight rounds, Jimmy Crute was going to hop over on one leg, easily <laughs> take Anthony Smith down. And then he, did you see right when it happened, he was like basically laying on the ground with this thing, couldn't move his leg and shot a double leg from one knee and landed a takedown. And then he like went launched him into up. space. <laughs> he got him up again. So I'm thinking like, okay, if he can do that twice right after it happened, like I get the doctor protecting him, especially when he rolled the ankle again at the end. But at the same time, like I think Kroot would have won that fight with one leg. Yeah. But he's going out there to get punched in the head. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Who are we protecting I'll, here? <laughs> I, I will expand on this a bit more in the next fight and people's reactions to it. But like he rolled his ankle. Yeah. Like he's fine come today. On. He had no, it was a nerve, right? So like he had no permanent damage or anything like that. But I get why they stopped it. That was the last time when he rolled it, when he started beating his chest. It looked like <laughs> the whole thing just folded under. It wasn't. It wasn't a good look. So then we move on to the next fight, which was my my one of my biggest bets of the year um, was on this fight. And this was exactly how I drew it up. Um, yep. You know, Weidman, Weidman comes in in the first five seconds, throw a leg kick, and then his leg just completely disappears. He <laughs> <laughs> just goes right behind him, completely broken in half. Um, man, that was that was hard. Um, you know, I, I bet on Uriah Hall. I was happy to win a, a, a very large wager. Uh, but. Chris Weidman is one of the good guys, for one. I think he's, you know, he's been around forever. He's always been a good guy. I really like Chris Weidman. I've been a Weidman fan forever. And just, like, he's older. When you see an older guy that comes back, he's working hard. He just had a win. He gets this big fight. And for that to happen, that was that was tough. And Hall, like, I was watching the fights with my dad, and I told him, I was like, this couldn't have happened. Like, Hall was the worst guy for this to happen <laughs> against. 
Yeah. Like this is the guy that like if he punches you in the face, like he's like, okay, I gotta donate a thousand dollars of charity for every punch I land. Like <laughs> he hates hurting people, and he's such like a good guy and everything that I can't think of a worse guy for this to happen to on the other side of it than Uriah Hall. Yeah, it's uh, there's a, a few layers to this. So first of all, fade Uriah Hall next time out because yeah. after mentally. doing this. He is absolutely not going to want to hurt anybody. He's, no. he's not going to throw a punch. He's not going to check a kick. He's not going to do anything in his next fight. So I'm, I'm going to fade him. I don't know who he's fighting. I don't know what the price is. I'm, I'm going to fade him. Um, the other aspect is you've got, like, yes, it sucks that Weidman broke his leg. But you've got people freaking out like this is the end of his life. We're talking about a guy who has been knocked out brutally on like five different occasions in his career. That was way worse. (laughs) Yeah. Like this, as far as a fight ending outcome goes is so much better for him for the rest of his life than taking another brutal knockout. And everyone fans, fighters, everyone like, Oh my God, this is so horrible. I've never seen anything so horrible. It's the visual of it, right? Like you see people knocked out all the time. You don't see a guy's And we cheer for it. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of serious, like at the moment too, there's a lot of serious things that can happen after a break like that. Yes. Like life after like Alex Smith. Right. And he came back from him, but he almost like that. You know? Yeah. And I think it's just, Weidman's such a good dude, and I think that was the other part of it, right? Like, if that was Masvidal breaking his leg, I think there would have just been laugh-out-louds all over Twitter and funny memes. But for a guy like Weidman, you know, later in his career, towards the end of his career, I think it was was gut-wrenching to me. And it wasn't just, like, the injury or thinking he's dead. It was in that moment, too, Weidman's never going to fight again. Like, that is the end of a champion's career. I think that's a little bit tougher, too. it's not the end of his career. He's still making a run for that belt. I hope there, it is. <laughs> he, he, he's he's going to have a, a an iron – he's going to have an adamantium leg installed. He's going to start kicking people and just breaking their shins on his yeah. low kicks. It's it's going to be, be throwing a, calf kicks. <laughs> nothing but calf <laughs> kicks for the rest of Weidman's career. Just right back in there. Oh, and I told you that new Sean would take way longer. Than a few minutes because buying a house sucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Terrible. Um, but yeah, so this happened. So now we're in three weird fights, and then moving on, women's flyweight division. Shevchenko just absolutely demolishes Jess Jessica Andrade, and I don't think this is. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, she's unbe." Like this was this was a lopsided fight going in. It played out maybe faster than people expected, but this was never a, a, a real a real test. For, for for her and I don't I don't know if there is one outside of Nunez and it's I don't think it's because like everyone thinks she's the greatest fighter ever and all this stuff. There is literally no talent in that weight class. There is none. Look at the people that have gotten title shots in this weight class. They're all like journey women in other weight classes that just end up in this division. And Andrade was the best one she faced, yes. But the size difference and everything else, like there was, there was no shot here. And like, it's hard for me to give a shit about anything Shevchenko does when I know there's nothing on the other side of the table. Yeah. Like, so first of all, 
they created an entire division for her because, oh, there he is. Uh, they created an entire division for her because she wasn't able to beat the person in the other division. Um, so that's always a good start. And even when she gets a dominant victory, she does it in the most boring <laughs> way possible. Like, yeah. is there anything worse? The crucifix. Than the crucifix. <laughs> We're talking about 2021 in apparently yeah. high level MMA, and there's a crucifix victory. Come on. Yeah. Not Sorry. great. Not great. Yeah, we talked about what a what a fun run. I said the three fights in a row um, from the. Randy Brown fight to Uriah Hall fight was probably the the weirdest three fight streak in UFC history. Has to be. Peak, Not even peak I, UFC weirdness. You get a one armed rear naked choke, a guy who gets nerve damage in his leg, and still would have won the fight if the doctor one let leg him kept him. <laughs> yeah, he, he still would have won the fight. And then the last one, Chris Weidman snaps his leg in half. What a run! Yeah. I mean. This card was so much better than expected. I love this card. I had everything you could possibly want all the way through from top to bottom. Just great. Yeah. It's yep. just absolutely yeah. great. And then Rose Namajunas knocks out uh, Zhang, head kick. <sighs> Someone called me um, a racist after this card because I said, cut Zhang. And <laughs> they were like, you must hate Asians. And I was like, well, I must hate white people more. <laughs> it's like you must be new to this i said cut zang because she was complaining to the ref and said she was fine it was an early stoppage meanwhile she's eating hammer fist and her head is bouncing off the thing and her arms are by her side so she was i fine, found that Lance. she was fine yeah, yeah. so I, I did my whole cut zang thing like i always do you know that's my that's one of my my many things um and i can call her racist which everyone knows jews Makes can't sense. be racist no that's, that's ridiculous. You hate each other We've enough. Never been hate other you. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the, even the each other ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> the people we hate the most are us. <laughs> Self-loathing <laughs> dudes. That's the thing. We hate us more than anyone else. I promise. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, I did not see that coming. Um, did not. And I, I think Rose is always. I, that I was think some Rose rookie shit. That was yeah. Rose is better than we think. I think she always is. She kind of surprises us with these moments. But I don't know. She is very unlikable. But at the same time, like, I don't know. That was weird. How does Zhang get caught with something like that, for one? I also don't think Zhang is as good as everyone wanted to think she was. Wash Joanna gave her – took her to death. Took her deep. I mean, I – I mean, I had money on JJ, so of course I scored that fight for her. But well, you were wrong. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, I don't she, think she won that fight. All right, Wes. I, I, it, it, <laughs> she, she has skills, but she was also hyped up to be unbelievable. I, I thought she would do well in this fight. I, I knew Roses is a pretty damn good fighter, especially in round one. She she obviously tails off. We saw that in the Andrade fights, um, but. Yeah, that was some rookie shit. Um, take a kick to the gut. It is not worth it <laughs> to, to to try to block that. Instead, you get smoked upside the head. Yeah, if um, I had her abs, I would let people kick me in the stomach all day. All day. Yeah. Just terrible. But, this card rocks. But 
Hey, at, le- at least, uh, at least she's better dead than red, though. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the truth? She beat communism and Zang in one night. That was just, <laughs> just tremendous. And then, like Zang's, like I want an immediate rematch. I'm like head kick to death in one minute. Back of the line, lady. Yeah. And comp- the complaining about the th- like she. So I was at first I was like, what an idiot! Don't complain about the stop it. Stop yelling at the ref. You were literally unconscious. And then I was like, well, she's probably badly concussed <laughs> from what just happened. But then the next yeah. day she was on Ariel's show and she was like, yes, that was a bad stoppage. I need a rematch. It's like, so you watched the video when you weren't concussed and that's the conclusion. Her arms were here as hammer <laughs> fists were pounding her head. and Her head was bouncing off the canvas. Like, did you want her to literally like rip off your head and throw it into the crowd? Like, is that the only way to get the, I know Mortal Kombat just came out. Uh, is that the fatality that we're looking for? <laughs> she had one title defense, and and she wants a fucking automatic rematch. Like, Mm-mm. I don't know who Rose fights next. Um, I don't care though. Yeah, it's... that's the problem. <laughs> that, that's yeah. the follow up. Well, isn't that the problem with all the women's divisions? Because everyone knows, not a fan of women's MMA, but top line, really? Yeah, I know, right? Top top tier women's MMA is not always terrible. Rose has been in some amazing fights. You know, JJ's mm-hmm. been in some good fights. Like, when you look at the top, top tier, the problem is after you get, like, two or three down, like, Rose is cleaning up the division. <laughs> like, Rose is going to fight Yan, uh, Yan Shanon, or whatever the fuck her name is, after she beats oh. whoever the fuck she is fighting next. So, bro hugs, um, ugh. So he Ugh. tweeted after the fight. I saw someone retweet it, and it was like I don't even know that lady's name, John, John Doe. Um, it said John John or whatever her name is, and it said that's it, that's the tweet. And I was like, <laughs> she's gonna fight dead? either Carla Esparza next or something called Yan Shanon. When someone says that's it, that's the tweet, like. I can't think of something I, I hate more. Is there something yeah. worse than saying that's Pro it, hugs. that's the tweet? <laughs> Just blow hugs in general. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. That's, that's the tweet. Like, Man, he's really like, taking your guys' uh, back uh, a, a lot, your, your, uh, you folk. <laughs> it's really what bad happened? Oh. on you guys. Oh, we've kicked him out of the tribe. Mm. He's mm-hmm. not in the tribe. That's what I assumed. Like, yeah. Once, he's even before he talked, like the the beard thing he does. I don't even know how he does that. Like he shaves. Like who like gets in the mirror and is like, yeah, I'm gonna shave like right here and right here and then maybe up here a little bit. Like, I don't. I don't even know how he got to this point of the the three inch space between his mustache and his chin. I, don't get I it. think you can buy like a a beard stencil that has Ooh. caterpillars built into it. You do a little caterpillar stencil. I don't know. That's got to be it. Decent. I, I really hate humans. Just in general. A lot of them. Yep. yep. People yep. are the worst. The worst. Yeah. Hate them. Not a fan. Anyway, um, let's move on to this week's card. This card sucks. This is... <laughs> it's, it's not Hello, good. Hello, Andrew. This card, Terrible. This is a, a, a terrible card. Oh, and also our buddy, uh, I don't know how I'm pronouncing this, W-H-Y-O, Y-O? Y-O. Um, Joe Biden apparently shit himself on stage. But lucky for him, 
he wears adult diapers. So he's Depends. way ahead of you. Yeah. He's yeah. dependable. Don't worry. <laughs> he is. He is. Dependable I mean, Joe. What are you expecting when you got a, a 416-year-old man? Uh, things happen in your body as you get older. It's just part of life. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. You can remove that. That was too much. I don't want to see Andrew's thing up there forever. Um, <laughs> Sean, Sean put it up and I took it down because did I? Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> I'm clicking around. It's my they don't mind. let uh, me do. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I. Don't, I I've never. I don't even have an like, account. Like I've never logged in to this website. I'm always a guest. <laughs> well, well, your computer struggles enough. Just you know. With video and audio at the same time, let's not try to get you uh, writing messages as well. Hmm. Oh, you I made computer. a start before we started the podcast, just just to I be safe. Restart. I did restart. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on from what was a, a good card to what is a a bad card. Uh, this card's obviously going to deliver, just like the card right before UFC 261 was terrible and delivered. Yes. Yes. I almost fell asleep during that Whitaker. Like by the time we got to the main event, that Whitaker card, I was just done. I was like, I hate everything. I'm I'm <laughs> so focused on Jake Paul and Thriller. <laughs> like I can't focus. So bad. But this card's low key one of the worst cards I've I've seen in some time. The prelims have no interesting fights on them. None. What time? What does this? When does this start? Yeah, this is, is this a weird time start or anything like that? It's in Vegas. How weird could it be? In, yeah, it's Sometimes in Vegas. It's like fucking noon start times. We've had that not, before. Not in Vegas. And Fight Island, they did that, but not in Vegas. No, there no, was one did. like three weeks ago. That was a couple was weeks ago. In the afternoon. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hmm. Prelims start at anything. 5 Eastern, so it's a fairly normal. And it's regular. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the main event's interesting, but anyway, we'll we'll jump in. Middleweight division, uh, Andreas Mikolitis versus KB Bueller. Great. Bueller. Brad? Bueller. 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 Um, well, the, 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 the screens are on a different way because usually Sean logs on first, so he's in mm-hmm. a certain box for me and it, it flipped it, but I'll go there. this way. We'll, we'll counter. There oh, there we, we go. go. There, oh. <laughs> That's fancy technology right there, folks. Um, new Sean. How's it going? What you got? Yeah, I, I don't have much here. Uh, the Canadian is, is not very good. Uh, getting getting absolutely can. smoked by Tom Breeze. I mean, Tom Breeze isn't terrible, but he, he just looked absolutely <laughs> horrible in that fight. Uh, Andy Milanakis should probably take him out here, even though he got absolutely smoked by the mediocre Bukakis last time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I I don't want any part of this. I I, I will hopefully we get a highlight reel knockout of just Bueller getting smoked. I mean that's probably Bueller. what's going to happen. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd like to just watch this in GIF form because uh, it's not really worth it to watch it in live form. This card sucks, Brad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the the Canadian is not good. Uh, surprise <laughs> getting massacred by Tom Breeze. Uh, like Breeze was landing everything on him before he knocked him out with a jab. Um, so that's not good. Uh, so I, I definitely think that, uh, Michalinas gets it done here. You know, you can throw that bad boy in the microwave for a couple minutes, heat it up and, uh, you got a, 
a, a pre-fight snack going on. So, um, inside the distance for, for Michelinus, um, yeah, there's, there's not a lot happening here, but I, I don't trust him. That's a, that's a big price to, to pay on a dude that's not good. Yeah. Not great. Um, same thing. I think Mick, uh, Bueller's terrible. I mean, this guy's, I'm shocked he's fighting again. Like that seems like a, a waste of time, but you got to get a roll of those Canadian dumpster fires out just nonstop. You know, what? he, he looks like if tall guy defense had to go through the U S Canadian exchange rate. Uh, so he only got like half of it. Uh, so mm. it's tall guy defense, but it's even worse than tall guy defense. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah. yeah, he sucks though. Um, I'm not betting this fight because, uh, Annie Mil- Milanakis, um, also sucks. Um, he's also bad. I mean, Bukaki party just had his way with him. So you can't do that. You- okay. That was, that was a weird ass stop. I was on the, the modest Bukaki in that fight. That was, that was a weird stoppage with him, like falling out the cage door and all that stuff. Hey, he lost. <laughs> he lost. You cash the he ticket, was, Brad. That's he was all beating him up pretty good though. Before that, it was more competitive than you think, which means yeah, that, that he's absolutely going to smash Bueller. Yes, Bueller. probably. But I, yeah. I don't know how I could, I could bet on this this fella. But who knows? I, I've been having a real tough time figuring bets for this card. I, I harder than harder than normal for sure. So we'll see. Um, featherweight division, Luke Sanders, Felipe Corrales, time, time for weird, the hometown hero, uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, Luke Sanders, new Sean. As with most Luke, the Mook Sanders fights when he's fighting lower level competition, he should win. He, he has the skills. He, he throws nice volume. Uh, and then he just decides to just absolutely gift fights to <laughs> shitty fighters. He might do it here. Uh, he, he shouldn't. He, he is good enough to, to beat this guy. But I have learned one thing in betting MMA, and that is to not trust Luke the Mook Sanders, even against shitty competition. So I will watch. I will hope for grand mookiness in this fight, and we will get another beautiful event of Luke the, Luke the Mook Sanders, you know, getting choked out in the third round after easily winning the first two. He's a, he's a hometown hero. You gotta, mm. you gotta, I actually, um, I, one of the last times I flew since the pandemic, it was last January. Um, he sat like three rows behind me on a plane bigger than expected. Was he, he was like oppo Jim Miller. <laughs> was he, uh, crying about breaking up with Becky Lynch the whole time? I, I don't know who that is, but. He was someone not someone who makes a lot more money than he does and doesn't take the beatings and the moodiness <laughs> that he does. He was, um, I was flying to Raleigh. Uh, we were actually going to the UFC fights and he was there to corner. Who's that really dumb guy? He got knocked out by Herbert Burns that fight. Really? He just Land got where? knocked out. Nate Landwehr. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he was there to corner. The moodiness is transferable. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um, so that's why he was he was on the plane flying to Raleigh. It was perfect. Brad, you betting you betting Luke here? Is it time? It, if this gets to plus money, 
which I think it might. Um, no. I think it, it's gone from minus 200 down to minus 135, and we're only on Wednesday night. Uh, this seems like the the popular dog uh, for people to, to bet on, but this guy is not good. Um, he was getting smoked by Montel Jackson on the feed. Uh, he gets out-wrestled by everybody. Like His only attribute is that he doesn't go away. Uh, he seems to be pretty tough. And that might actually be enough for him to just stick around long enough for Mook Sanders to do something stupid and get himself submitted. Um, so that's why, that's why I need plus money to bet it. But Mook Sanders is much better than this guy. Much better. Well, I think it's two things that are in Corrales' favor, despite being just god-awful, right? It's <laughs> his toughness with his guy. All you need to be Luke Sanders. Be tough where you don't get – because Sanders is going to land bombs on him, like he does. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to drop him. But if he survives, we're going to see it second round, third round. He's going to give the guy his neck. It just depends. Can he finish it? Because you know Luke is going to give him a neck. He's going to he's gonna shoot like an, an empty shot right in there, <laughs> hand him the neck, and see if he takes it. Um, but Corrales is not good. He's not even close to good. Um, if it wasn't for Luke just every time he can finding a way to lose, this fight would be – this would be an absolute steal of a price. But, man – he loves losing. He does. So if the line moves, like Brad said, and gets, you know, minus 110, minus 120, I might have to do it. But I'm not laying minus 140, minus 150. There's just there's just no way. All right. Women's strawweight division. Loma. Luke Boomy. That wasn't even Boomy, a joke. I think you. that's it. Oh, there you go. Versus Sam Hughes, who I have never heard of. You, Sean. She has the prestige, Sam Hughes, of being the this is only a woman lady to be finished. What's that? I did not know this was a woman's fight. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of threw me off there. I, I, the, the, the uh, it's very, not... it's very confusing because it's actually pronounced uh, Loma Look Boy Me. Boy Me. <laughs> well, the first names Correct. gave me no indicators. So no. then I was just going off a coin flip, and I, I guess yeah. wrong. You failed. Uh, Sam Hughes has the the prestige of getting finished by TKO, but uh, from Tisha Torres. Tisha Torres has finished zero people other than Sam Hughes by TKO in her seventeen fight career. Now I know. not a good look. It, it no. was a cut. It was a cut. But it was just a like beating. fair enough. You're still getting hit enough that you're you're well, somehow the pillow fist <laughs> somehow opened up a cut on your he- on your head and uh, blood came out when you were fighting cup. Tisha that was Torres. A beating. She beat. That was an absolute stomping. The cut. She everybody lost. She did not belong in there. No. 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 So many people lost money, including myself, of betting on the over by decision. Or I bet decision, of course, because that's what Tisha Torres does. Uh, Yeah, Boomy, fuck you, should be able to light this chick up, but there's no chance in hell of me laying minus, what is it now, 
350, 380 on a on a fairly low level women's MMA fight. No thanks. Yeah, Brad. Um, the the little twelve year old Thai boy um, can't like. First of all, she is a weight class that doesn't even exist in the UFC. Uh, Adam has. 95 pounds? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, can't wrestle. Uh, people want to say that she can get back to her feet, but I'm not sure if she can in this fight against somebody much bigger who can, like, not really grapple, but almost grapple a little bit. Uh, this, this price is kind of wild to me. Uh, it, it's very much like striker versus grappler and in low level, low weight women's MMA fighters, I am going to favor the grappler because the striker doesn't have enough on their strikes to keep the grappler at bay ever. It's just, that's just how it happens. She's going to be able to close the distance. Um, I, I guess that uh, Bumi Fuck You has uh, a, a good Muay Thai clinch because that's like one of the only things that she does. But it's not going to matter when the other person can just power through it. So I'm 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 taking the uh, the plus three hundred here, and it's not uh, a big bet because this is a terrible fight. Uh, but man, this this line is just a little bit too big considering the competition they've both faced. And how not good both of them are. Lance, you, you yeah. think Thug Rose is a very, very bad nickname for, for Rose Namajunas? Sam Hughes' nickname is Sam Page. It's excellent. It's a play on words. But it Thug does Thug. not translate whatsoever. <laughs> Brett, I don't know how you're going to bet on a chick that's just got knocked out and beat up by Tisha Torres. It against someone who's a striker. It was a cut. <laughs> the cut was does not matter. Thousands of death blows. She made Tisha Torres look like the most brutal striker out there. Like it was, it was a beating. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not betting this fight. That's just not something. But Tisha Torres has good takedown defense because she had to like stay away from bro hugs all those years. So yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Sprawl as well as the sprawl is tight. Sprawl is tight. Mm. That was that was definitely a believable story that he told us. <laughs> People like follow this guy and like take him serious. He printed out fake tickets and tried <laughs> to sneak into the, uh, the lower section because he wanted to save twenty bucks. And then he moved like six times and he kept DMing us saying, "Hey, I'm here, I'm here." <laughs> oh man, that's a. That's a guy. That's a that's a thing. All right. The floor um, tickets weren't even that expensive. They were like three hundred bucks. No, they were way cheaper. They were like one seventy five. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> it was Nashville. It was super cheap. It was like one hundred seventy five for floor seats, and that was just out of his price range. <laughs> Dude's so keeping bag to... water and and se- sealing his wine balls with Saran wrap, and you're asking him to spend one hundred seventy five bucks on floor tickets. The UFC. I believe he, and I believe he went by himself, if yeah. I recall. Yeah, which is I've never went to a sporting event by myself. Maybe one oh, day. I have. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I have. I've gone to hockey games by myself. Yeah, Mm-mm. I go to movies by myself. 
I, I don't mind I going took to an weird. edible and went to a Raptors game one time. That was incredible. There we go. <laughs> People always think I'm weird that I like I, I I don't mind going to movies by myself. What a perfect event to go by yourself. You sit there in silence the whole time. What? How does going to the movies with somebody enhance your experience when you just sit there in silence for the length of the movie? It doesn't make any sense. All they can do is steal your popcorn. I don't get it. Anyway, um, by the way, division, Kai Kamaka, TJ Brown, bad. This is a bad fight. <laughs> this is really bad. Kai Kamaka is a striker who has no career knockouts. You, Sean? That's a bad look. When you... The thing that you would excel at, you have no finishes via that. Like, some guy is like, I'm a grappler, man. I got my my purple belt. You fucking better have a fucking sub on the the regional scene. This guy has, like, no finishes. Like, what are we doing here? How did he get to the UFC with no finishes even on the regional scene? That's almost unheard of. You got to be special. To, to, to not be able to finish some of these regional fighters uh, and somehow make it to the UFC. Like, that just that just doesn't add up. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Uh, mm. I got nothing on these. This is going to be a terrible fight. Um, I'll pick the dog in Toutmaster, which it seems like that is TJ Brown, allegedly. It's so bad. TJ Brown is so bad. Brad? <laughs> TJ Brown is very bad. Um, he, he's the one that got, uh, guillotined from side control against Jordan Griffin, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. the thing that happened. Um, yeah. yeah, like you look through his record, um, 2018, he lost in the first round. He got knocked out by 13 and 16 Cody Carrillo. Um, that's not good. Uh, he, he's got a bunch of other bad, like first round losses on his record. I know that Kai Kamaka has no finishes. If he is ever going to finish anyone, it is TJ Brown. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but I don't think Brown is going to be able to get takedowns on him that easily and, and win rounds and get a submission. So I favor Kamaka here, but I, I don't want to bet it. Yeah. The weird thing is when you watch Kamaka fight, like he's shown some decent hands. Like I I think it was early in the fight versus Tony Kelly, uh, I think. And like his hands look great in that first round. Like he looked really good. Mm -hmm. It's, it makes no sense that he doesn't have any finishes, at least in the regional scene with his hands look decent. Like he looks like he has decent hands at times. He doesn't got some muscles too. He's big, you know, for that weight class, he's, Pretty big. He's decent boxing, good hands, no finishes make sense, and his gas tank is not good. Like I think what would keep me away from him in this fight is like I could see him fading and losing um, in this fight as well. It's it's minus. There's a lot of these fights where it's like him and Luke Sanders. The lines like minus one forty, minus one fifty. Where if this did drop and we got to a round to pick him, I would take uh, Kamaka because I do think he's the more talented fighter. TJ Brown sucks. He's he's real bad. Uh, but at minus one fifty, I I I don't I don't I don't see how you can do this. But I will pick Kamaka, so there's some intense line movement. We'll look. Uh, featherweight division, uh, Moogly taking on JPP. This Moogly? guy, Did you huh? Moogly. Yeah. Yeah. The the fun thing about this is, uh, I just told you how shitty Kai Kamaka was. 
Yet I am betting a guy that just beat him in his only UFC win. Um, I, I think this is just a, a matchup that uh, Pierce can can do all right in. Um, I, I've I've bet Moogly in 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 the past. Uh, I, I bet him against James. James is very fraudulent. He 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 won against. He got <laughs> lucky against Frank Camacho and. And then he's rode that to three consecutive losses. Um, I think Pierce can can get Benitez down. Benitez has pretty piss poor takedown defense, and Pierce has some heavy hands. Uh, he he puts a pace on people, throws decent strikes, and I, I think he can beat on on Benitez. Uh, I, I got him. Uh, I got Pierce uh, money line plus one seventy five for a unit, and I. Uh, Sprinkled a half unit on inside the distance because that seems to be the way that he uh, likes to win fights at plus 324. Red. Yeah, I'm very much in agreement with Sean here. Uh, I I have the same bet. I think we probably both got it at the same book. Uh, plus 175 on, on Pierce. Man, Benitez just can't wrestle. Um you know, everything that happened, like comes out I mean, interviews about him and stuff is like, oh, he kicks so hard. And, man, he really kicks hard. He kicks harder than Luke Rockhold. Man, he kicks so hard. Um, but his kicks never actually do anything in real fights. So I don't care about that. He can't wrestle. Uh, Pierce throws a shitload of volume, and he is willing to wrestle. Uh, we saw him wrestle in his last fight. And even when he gets on the ground, he just keeps throwing ground and pound. He just keeps doing stuff. Uh, and I think that he's going to win this, even if he doesn't get the stoppage on Benitez. Uh, I, I think he's going to win this based on takedowns and volume. So I like Pierce. I wouldn't be shocked if he get like, he's a plus 175 underdog. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets knocked out by something. Uh, Joe Lozon knocked him out not so long ago. But first Be-ing. round... First round, Joey fucking Lozon in Boston. That's a different beast than Mookley Benitez in Las Vegas in front of no crowd. So I, I like JSP here. You know, the, the biased namesake of not Canada. Man, I look at this guy and I couldn't bet on him. I just look at him. Like, I could beat this guy up, you know? Like, you just look at this guy. Like, if I ran into him, like, I would... I think I could hold my own with a guy sure like you would. I mean, I, I feel he like I could take fuck him down. You up, sir. I feel like I could take hey, look at I I think he just grab his arm and just snap her right there. Like he can't deal with these. He's not he's not as big do you, do you as me. See how sad Moogly's uh midsection is? It's, it's not a good look. Pretty... Maybe he's jacked for this fight. He put on some pandemic weight like everyone else did. He's I, dropping dropping down to one forty five for this one. Ooh, that's good. Ooh. <laughs> that's good. I that's like... either good or he's going to have even less of a chin and even less cardio. <laughs> His chin's not great. What 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 is doesn't go in this fight? I feel like this is a likely... I, I think that's a, a pretty good angle. I, I think yeah. no matter who wins, it's probably inside. Uh, no, it's it doesn't a, go it's a one and a half. 80. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. Under two yeah. and a half is minus 145. That's not terrible. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't know. Pierce TKO plus four twenty sounds higher than I would think. Yeah, if you were going to bet on him, I don't think he's going to win a decision. 
No. I think he's going to finish. Benitez likes getting finished when he loses. It's kind of he, he he enjoys that. So yeah, sure. I don't Let's know. Hope so. And Pierce I, likes I, getting finished when he loses. So I, I I think I think Benitez is more likely to get a finish um, than than Pierce in this one. I feel like yes, the late kicks are annoying and everything, but he he doesn't throw those lame like calf. Like he throws like real like man shit like kicks at least. Yeah, he's like, trying to like kick through your liver. Like, yeah, he he has some good kicks and Pierce's he's he's built like Luke 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 me or whatever whatever that <laughs> fellow's name was. Um, I, I don't know. I I like I I know you guys all love Pierce. I think Wes likes Pierce as well. But uh uh-uh, I I think this is I think this is Benito. I think Pierce sucks. I think he's he's a trash can. So. Leading Benitez, I don't know if I'll bet it because I really don't like trusting that fella. All right, women's strawweight division, Ronda Marcos, who's lost like 17 in a row at this point, versus Luana Pinheiro. I don't know who that is. New Sean. Brad's Get betting right. on she's only lo- She's only lost four of the last five. <laughs> <laughs> and her wins against Ashley Yoder. Oh, uh, yeah. Not, not good. Uh, that being said, this chick that's coming in is, is pretty hyped up. I don't know if she's actually good or not. Um, she's not. She's not. And not bad looking. Yeah. It's that, certain that time, in, in certain scenarios. True. There's, there's True. one very nice picture. Yeah. Uh, the rest of it, I'm just like, eh. Oh, I only saw one. It was the one that knew That's, that's all you need to see, Lance. Don't look at any other ones. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I won't see her again. I'm not going to watch the fight. Fair. Um, so yeah, I mean, in this fight, like, I know Marcos is not good and she's done some really stupid shit, like diving into Mackenzie Dern's guard and shit like that. This chick has a bunch of sub wins. I I would hope that, uh, maybe she's learned her lesson. Probably hasn't. I don't know if she's good enough to sub random Marcos. She's done decently well at not getting subbed against people that aren't amazing at jujitsu. Uh, I just took Go's decision at minus 165 for a unit. I laid it. Um, a lot of the times, these hype, hyped up chicks that are decent looking, uh, look at who she's fought. They're absolute trash cans. So I, I, I kind of see a 15 minute fight. I'm picking Marcos to win. I'm not going to bet it. I think it's going to be a, a fairly close fight. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Brad? Yeah. This, uh, Luana's best win is Stephanie Frosto, who is Zoila Frosto's sister. Shitty sister. Doesn't, Zoila Frosto is shitty to begin with. And then her shitty sister, who doesn't even want to fight MMA, and you can tell if you've ever watched any of her fights, uh, that is this girl's best win. I mean, and just now look at her, her sure dog picture. I mean, she does not want to be there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, Random Marcos, not good. Uh, 500 career record, which is becoming very, very common in UFC's women's fights. But the fights that she's lost in her UFC career, in her entire career, really, all way better than Luana Pinheiro. I think she can probably get some takedowns, not get subbed. This isn't Mackenzie Dern that she's fighting. And this fight is going to go to decision because it's a random Marcos fight. 
So I, I like Sean's bet there. I, I posted that one in the chat uh, a while ago when it came out. But I just took Marco straight. I got plus 155 on her and like low level women's MMA. Take the dog. We, we've been here before. Yep. I get it. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> nah. Marco's <laughs> so bad. She's getting worse every time I see her fight. She keeps just getting worse every time you watch her. She looked so bad. She looked like she had never fought before in that last fight. She was so bad, just overmatched, terrible, bad at every aspect of MMA. She's old as shit now. And she just That was against Lance, I tried to tell you that that Japanese chick she fought in her last fight could actually wrestle. Yep. I still don't believe it. Well, she <laughs> out-wrestled a Canadian. Congratulations. She Way went to, to the go. Olympics. She got like a silver medal in the Olympics. The Olympics were canceled, Brad. Anyway, um, I'm not going to bet on this fight. Um, next fight, Poliano Botello versus Luana Carolina. Back-to-back. I mean... Fook. This this one's so one ending off the prelims to convince people to watch the main card, <laughs> and then one starting the main card. Man, that's not a good look. This this card, top to bottom, really terrible. <laughs> New Sean, you got anything here? I assume no. Their thoughts are these chicks are terrible at fighting, but they're not terrible looking for fighters. So like. I guess it's better than the alternative of just having shitty fights that look terrible, so they might as well have one of those things. Um, this is another case. These, these, they're not good. Uh, Luana Carolina losing to Ariana Lipsky. Ooh, that's bad. Finished. Knee bar. Subbed. That was, do you remember that? Yeah, that, that was, was where she was like, oh, there's a leg here. I'm just going to grab it. That was bad. Such low level. It's horrible. I I did not look into this fight. It is not worth it. I will pick Botello. Her win against uh, Lauren Murphy, I guess, isn't absolutely horrendous. Lauren Murphy might win the belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lauren Murphy's going to be next in line. Yeah, for the for Shevchenko. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't don't. Oh care. no, she beat Lauren Mueller. Sean. Mueller, Come not on. Murphy, my bad. Jeez. My bad. Still terrible. Really, but what's the difference? I don't know. Well, one is much worse. One is much, much worse. The one that she beat, much, much worse. <laughs> Somehow. Fred, you good, um, you good here? So this is just like, how can I not go on a dog walk between the Random Marcos fight starting and this fight finishing? Uh, plus oh, all of like the end of the prelims. Plus and the, the intro fight. to the main card. And the next, uh, I don't even know what the next fight walk. is. Uh, the next, like, so we're going. I, women's I've MMA. got like a ninety-minute dog walk in there. I don't MMA. even need the next fight. Women's MMA, women's MMA, George and Snooze Machine. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. That, yeah, yeah, that's not good. That's that's not a Dep- good three three fight run right there. Depending on how vigorous the dog walk is, I might get back in time for the George and Snooze machine, take a little nap, and then be ready to go for the rest of the card. Which is also terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll move on to this next fight. We have in the Bantamweight division, Marab Devashisvili, otherwise known as the George and Snooze machine, 
taking on Cody Stamen. Ah, new Sean. I got bad news for people who hate the Georgian snooze machine. Um, the Georgian snooze machine is going to be good enough in this fight. Uh, there is going to come a point where he does fight somebody good enough that has decent enough takedown defense and decent enough offense on the feet that will put him in, in give him some problems. I don't think Cody Stamen is that guy. Stamen gets taken down by much, much shittier wrestlers than him. Uh, Stamen got taken down by Ryan Kelleher. Did he get taken down? Rivera, Alejandro Perez. Boom Boom's a great wrestler. Dom, Tom Dukenois. He won a lot. He's he's, he's French. The, the takedowns were in a different language, so those don't count. He won most of those fights, though. Yes, he did. He did win those fights, he gets but he did get well. taken down by some shitty guys, and he he's going to get taken well. down a shit ton of times because the Georgian Snooze Machine cannot hold anybody down. Yeah. But he is going to tire out Stamen. Uh, Stamen's <laughs> finally cutting back down to 135. Supposedly a, uh, a, a big podcast that... Uh, has a, a much, much bigger audience than ours, somehow <laughs> does not know that Cody Stamen fought at 135 like a billion fucking For times. For like his whole career? Yeah, his whole career, and then, <laughs> oh, COVID comes and he fights a bunch of blown up 35ers because it's COVID what times at 45. About? You don't, it doesn't matter. Uh, you, guys listen, you guys listen to podcasts? Uh, someone pointed it out to me. Yes, I get, I get stuff sent to me. No. I don't even think Brohugs is dumb enough to, to make that mistake. Uh, so yeah, Snooze Machine is going to take Stamen down a billion times, and Stamen's going to get tired, and Snooze Machine is going to win a wide decision. I got him in a three-unit parlay. Brad? I, I want to disagree. Um, I think that Stamen is probably the most physical guy that the snooze machine has fought in his UFC career. Uh, He fought Dodson, so maybe not the best guy that he's fought in his career, but he is extremely good at not controlling people uh, in terms of like actually getting them down and holding them down, but getting them into a boring grappling match. So I can see that happening here, where he just gets take takes Stamen down, Stamen gets back up, he takes him down again, he gets back up, he holds him in the clinch for a while. It's really bad and really awful to watch. And Stamen's not the type of guy that has enough power that he's going to be able to finish this fight. Uh, so I think it's probably going to be a, a snooze machine decision. You know, you just set that button for 15 minutes, and you're uh, and you're good to go with the snooze machine. So. You know how that works. I just can't help myself. I'm betting Stamen. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. I, I can talk myself into anything, as you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, That's what MMA betting is all about. Marab can't. To me, the key. I don't think Stamen is going to gas out for one. I, I don't. I don't see that angle. Um, but he's cutting down to 135 for the first time. I mean, he didn't ever. fight like Aljo yeah. at 135 yeah, or anything I, like that. I was at 155 actually. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think it's. Stamen has a good get-up game. When he has gotten taken down, he's got to take out the Aljo fight at 170. That doesn't count. Um, he does get up pretty well. And Marab is one of the worst. Gra- 
Marav is not a good grappler. He is good at getting takedowns. Yes. Difference. He can get a takedown. Like he would not be good at turning guys in freestyle. <laughs> like that was that's not where he would he would shine. I think Stamen gets. I think he's going to get taken out a little bit, but I think he gets up so quick, and uh, I don't see the gas being an issue. And I think on the feet, I think Stamen's way better striking, and Stamen's going to be in his face. He's going to throw punches. Um, he is going to be more physical than a lot of the guys Marab's face. Like you said, it's not better, but more physical. And Stamen's going to be in this fight. He is going to be in his face in this fight, getting up quick. And I think his striking can outland or outpoint the bullshit takedowns where you Marab will literally land takedowns and get guy will get up so quick he doesn't have time to throw a punch. Like how I mean, even if the guy fight, like held the guy down, he wouldn't throw a punch. So true, you really wouldn't know a difference. Same strike numbers. So. I think it's Stamen at over it's over two to one now. Last time I looked, um, I think I think Stamen's worth a stab there. Getting up there, and we'll, we'll see. judges have been trending more towards damage as opposed to uh, control and takedowns lately. So this news machine's got that going against them. Yeah, it's worth a stab. All right, um, middleweight division: Sean Strickland, Christoph Jocko. I hate that guy. You, Sean. <laughs> Just generally, or or did he beat one of your fighters? It doesn't look like he's beat any of your fighters, so he's just terrible. He's just nothing. He just has boring fights. Yes, he's boring fights. He's very ugly. He's not an attractive man. Um, And people think he's good. He's not. Yes, people think he's – do you remember, like, before he got beat a few times? Like, people thought he was, like, real good. Like, it was, like, a while ago. Like, he he started his UFC career, and he won a bunch of fights – in a row versus just like shit can city. Uh, and everyone thought this guy was good. And now well, he's beating Talis Lightus will, will get you get a hype train behind you. That's for sure. Terrible. I think I bet against him in all those fights he lost <laughs> after that. And now he's put together a few wins versus absolute trash cans again. And I think we're getting a decent bettable line here. Yeah, he he won some fights, and they were some pretty shitty fights. Some of them were were fairly close and could have went either way. Uh, Strickland, since since kind of going up to to eighty five, has looked pretty damn good. Um, obviously, beating the shit out of Jack Marshman is nothing special. I mean that that guy is is a nothing. But I was really impressed with him beating Brendan Allen and in the way he did it. Um, dude throws a lot of volume. Uh, he can mix in some takedowns if, if he needs to. Uh, I don't think he'll get any against Jotko because Jotko does have pretty good takedown defense. But I think on the feet, there's going to be a pretty big, uh, ad- just big advantage for, for Sean Strickland in, in the technique and just the volume. Uh, and, and Jotko is just one of those guys that just tries to have the most boring fight ever. Um, he's, he, it's not going to be good. I, I, I like Strickland in this fight to, to win a really wide decision or maybe even get, grab a late finish. I got him in that uh, snooze machine parlay, that three unit for plus 103. Brad? Yes, yeah, Strickland is probably the most confident parlay piece that I have on this card. The only uh, one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There, there's nothing to parlay him with. Uh, I probably should have parlayed them with like Eddie Alvarez because apparently he's fighting on one tonight um, against somebody I've never heard of. So that that's uh, that's good. But yeah, Strickland is going to throw straight punches. He might get stalled out in the clinch for periods of time in this fight because that's what Jotko does. 
Um, but he's just better everywhere. Better striker, better on the ground. I think he's the better wrestler too. Uh, like I said, Jocko might have those moments where he stalls him in the clinch, but I don't think Jocko brings anything else to this fight. He's not good. He hasn't been good for a while. Uh, and I, I think Strickland's a little bit better, a little bit better now that, you know, he got into that motorcycle accident. He's been imbued with the spirit of Frank Mir uh, as a heavyweight champion. Uh, and, you know, he's, uh, he, he's ready to, to not let people tread on him, right? Yeah, don't tread on me. Don't do it. <laughs> I got a massage yesterday, and this lady did too much. I was, like, screaming in pain inside. She, she was just too, too much on the neck. Was she chuckling while she did it, though? I don't know. I was just I was trying to mentally prepare myself for this this horrible pain. I'm not into the deep tissue type massages. I want to you know feel good. Not I, I yeah. Like, you're you're more of a rub and tug guy. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> no, this was a this was just a very intense neck massage. Um, it's a little a little sore. Did you guys see what happened on uh, on one just now? Are are you watching that in the background? No. Uh, the like the Rug Rug that Rug, Rug. The, he uh, basically just like fainted at the end of round two. His fight. <laughs> that That's how gassed he was. <laughs> he was or, so or gassed just... that he just oh, like no. fell over and they just stopped the fight. The other guy won. Eddie won. TKO. <laughs> was that the Eddie fight? No, Eddie. I think Eddie's coming up next. I. I don't know the order. What's going on here? It's chaos. Can't yeah. get into one. It's always a good guy versus a bad guy. It's yeah. It's it's or it's like the Bellator prelims. Yeah, there are two guys I've never heard of. It's one of the, one of the two. Um, yeah. I like Sean Strickland here. I don't think there's much to add. Jocko sucks. He just stalls. Not very good. Never been good. And Strickland's like good. To, Brendan Allen to me is he's a solid fucking dude. Like. Brandon Allen's going to beat a lot of guys in that division. He is a very, very skilled fighter. And Strickland made it look pretty easy. Um, I'm yeah. sold on Strickland. I think this is actually a pretty big step down uh, for for him here. So I think Strickland I think Strickland cruises. All right. Just lay it. No, don't do that. Um, Be a pussy. Light heavyweight, Ian Cutelabia versus Jacoby. Hey, Sean? Yeah, I think this is a fairly close fight. Uh, cute Labia getting absolutely smashed last time out. Uh, and, and the fight before, I mean, he did get clipped a bunch of times. I, I know it was a dumb, dumb stoppage by the ref, but he was on his way to getting absolutely flatlined. Um, I know Jacoby has not looked good, uh, or looked great against some very mediocre guys, but, I, I just don't know what Cute Labia has uh, left in him. There's a big number on on Jacoby inside the distance. I, I think he can can clip uh, Cute Labia, get him out of there. Plus two twenty. Cute Labia. Isn't yeah. That like vaginal mutilation. Yeah, you can't do it's, that. No, it's, it's, it's not allowed. It's, it's frowned upon, but this is the <laughs> UFC, so uh, it, it's it's right in the wheelhouse. So. I, I put a unit on Jacoby inside the distance at, at plus 220. Brad? Yeah, I uh, Sean's talking about a, a big line here. The big line that I'm looking at is that 
Dustin Jacoby still cannot wrestle. We've, we've never seen any proof that he can wrestle. And Q-Labia, he's willing to wrestle against better strikers. He wrestled against uh, Khalil Roundtree. Um, there was somebody earlier in his career that he wrestled against a bunch. And he gets like four, five, six takedowns against these guys. I think he can wrestle Dustin Jacoby. And I haven't seen anything from Jacoby to indicate that he would be able to stop that wrestling. But also, like, Culebia doesn't have a submission game. So I'm looking at the decision prop. Oh, goodness. We got, like, plus 715 on <laughs> Culebia by decision. That's the one. That's the ticket. Um, I also put a little bet on the over one and a half here. Because it was at uh, plus one twenty-five, uh, it was very early after it opened. Uh, it is long, long gone. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think this goes a little bit of time, and I think that there are some takedowns involved. Uh, but I don't trust this guy at all. Uh, none of these are like big bets or, or real bets. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I. I think that Jacoby gets out wrestled a bit, and he did not look good in his last fight against a guy who was not good in Max Grisham. Yeah, the most unimpressive uh, couple wins in a row for for Jacoby. I know he finished uh, Ledette, but he was actually getting hit in the face pretty good even before he got that get that finish versus Ledette. And then the Maxim Grisham fight clearly lost that fight. Um, <laughs> I bet on Jacoby. Um, <laughs> so I was happy. He received the decision, but he lost that fight. He clearly lost that fight. And then if you look at uh, Kudalabia, they, you know, he's lost a good. He's beaten who he is supposed to, mm-hmm. and he has lost to who he is supposed to. Very easy, you know. He lost to Serkinov back before Serkinov was completely washed. He lost to Kananier, garage weight champion, and then he yeah. lost to Inkalev twice. He's beaten everyone else he's faced because they're not as good as those guys. Jacoby seems he, I, I don't know like he he has not impressed me he's, he's he's a little bit older than he was earlier I know he's a strike he's a little bit better but he has not looked good he hasn't looked good at all since he's gotten back in the UFC and this line it what was down like minus 130 um I think I saw earlier like I think I think our boy cute labia um is the play here so I I, I really like him in this fight actually um so I'm gonna be betting him all right uh for the way isn't Cub Swanson giga Nishan? Uh This will come as no surprise. I, I still don't think Giga is good. Um, I haven't lost that much money fading him because... In the the matchmaking's been so bad. Yeah, the matchup... He's he's had a couple um, scheduled fights against guys that I would prob- uh, probably would have faded him, but then they mm-hmm. fell apart, and then he ends up getting these late-notice absolute tomato cans that, of course, he crushes. Sometimes he, he doesn't finish. Most of the time he doesn't finish. The last guy out was fucking horrible. So obviously he finished him. Uh, Gigas just doesn't seem that good. Like he, he, he's supposed to be a striker and he's using little ass gloves compared to kickboxing gloves and he does not seem to have power. Um, maybe the guys that he's fighting have just unbelievable twin chins but i i really don't believe that uh cal pretty impressed me quite a bit last time out against daniel pineda i, I was on pineda there um him him finishing pineda and the way he did it that was that was pretty nasty 
Cub is getting old. He is 37. He has a shit ton of fights. He's taken some damage. We've rode him off a couple times uh, already. Um, but really, I mean, he, he's like, like, uh, like Lance has talked about with, with Cute Labia. He's lost who he probably should have lost to. And he beats who he should beat. I think he should beat Giga here. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns about Giga. Guys that he has fought have not really, really pressed him on his takedown defense. Uh, I know T- Cub doesn't have an amazing takedown game, but he's he's a pretty seasoned vet. I think he can get some some crafty takedowns, and and then we'll see what Giga really has on the ground. Um, the age is concerning. I, I did only take it for a unit. It was plus one seventy six earlier this week. It's come way down. Uh, I would probably pass on it at this point, but. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll be happy with the the decent plus money on on Cub and and maybe Giggle prove me wrong, but I I want to see it against somebody that has a, a a little bit of skill. Brett, I was laughing at this uh, notification I got. It says Kirill Grishenko lands late throat punch at end of second <laughs> round to hand Rug Rug his first loss. MMA. All right. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that banned? What the old throat late, punch? Not, not in one. Like, not in one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So I don't normally look up the UFC rankings because um, they're dog shit and completely useless. But I looked them up because I was I wanted to be like, oh, is, has Cub ever lost to somebody like outside of the top ten? Um, and, and when I looked them up, I, I saw that Giga – is ranked uh, ahead of Cub in the featherweight rankings because he's got um, excellent wins against the likes of uh, whatever a Jamie Simmons is, um, Omar Morales, Erwin uh, Rivera-Scheister, uh, a.k.a. The Murderer, um, Jamal Emmers, Brandon Davis. Killers, these, what you're saying. Yeah, just Murderers top of the line. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing that I <laughs> I posted earlier this week was prior to his fight against uh, Jamie Simmons, where he actually got a finish, the guys that he finished were combined like three and 56 in their MMA careers uh, when he fought them. So he has been fighting the scrubbiest of the scrubs. And then he comes to the UFC and he has competitive fights against guys that given his hype and given the fact that he is now ranked 14th in the featherweight division, he should probably be crushing these guys and he's having competitive fights with them. So now he's taking a massive step up in competition. He's fighting a guy who has only lost to top 10 competition throughout his entire career uh, has always been just like one or two fights away from title contention. Obviously, that's kind of out of the picture now, given how old he is. But Cub has fought way better guys than this, beaten way better guys than this. And I, I think he finds a way to do it again. Um, I-, I think if it stays on the feet, obviously, there's a little bit of danger for him. I don't think it's that much, da- that much danger because I don't think Giga is as dangerous as people want to make him seem. And if this hits the ground, this guy got subbed by Austin Springer 
a couple of years ago. And I'm not sure if you guys remember what happened when Austin Springer, I, I can't even remember who was a, a UFC fight or a contender series fight recently. Uh, but he came into the organization and he looked bad. I think it was very bad. Uh, and, and that guy subbed Giga. So I, I took a little shot on uh, on Cubby by Subby at plus a thousand. I, I think that's good. It rhymes. It feels like it should hit. Uh, and then I've got to play on Cub at plus one seventy. Uh, obviously, that line's been smoked uh, at this point. But yeah, that's uh, even if it was where it is now, I would still bet Cub. Springer got yeah. subbed in in the first comparison. round by Bruce Leroy. Yeah. It was really <laughs> there you good. go. It was like he had never fought before too. <laughs> Um, I, I like I like Cub yeah. here. Um, you know, when you think of this matchup, this striker, he has no power, or whatever. Um, and and versus Cub, and you kind of think he's older. I'm worried about Cub getting caught. You know, when the last time Cub got knocked out was Aldo WEC. Yeah, one of the greatest <laughs> knockouts highlight. Ever. That the highlight was, reel. <laughs> this guy has one of the you know most like one of the the greatest chins you'll you'll ever see. I think that, yeah, that was his only career. That's the only time in his career he's been knocked out. So he has 38 fights. He's been knocked out once, and it was a crazy flying knee for Double everybody. flying knee. Bob likes to quit when you put your hands around his neck. He's not a fan of being choked. He's not into that kind of thing. He will mm-hmm. quit if you choke him. Gig's not going to do that. Uh, I, I think it's I, – I don't think Cub is completely, like, dead in the water on the feet, you know? No. Giga is, is going to be better in space. I think if they're close together against the cage, cleansing, working in tight, working body work and stuff, I think Cub can actually win some exchanges on the feet. But I think we're going to see clinch takedowns by Cub Swanson here. I think it's going to be bullying him, pushing against the cage, dragging him to the ground, working his ground and pound. Cub is a way better mixed martial artist. And it wouldn't shock me if Cub got some kind of ground and pound finish or or submission finish in this fight, to tell you the truth. I, I think Giga is one-dimensional, and the problem with his dimension is it doesn't come with power. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like we talked about with Kamaka, where he's a striker with no power. Well, he's facing bums in the prelims. This is, you know, Cub is Cub the same thing we talked about a couple times. He's only lost to killers, right? Like, he's only he hasn't been, even recently at the age of 37, he's been beating who he was supposed to. And even pulled some upsets. I think most people thought Daniel Pineda was going to kind of put him out there. Um, and Cub ate some shots. Cub ate some fucking death blows in that. Like <laughs> He was badly hurt, came back. His cardio is still not horrible. Um, and I think Cub just the, I think Cub's the more well-rounded, better fighter. And I think even at the age of 20, uh, 37, he can win this fight and we're getting plus money. So this is going to be Munich. Munich. And because we had no consensus tonight, uh, Sean, you're more than welcome to uh, piggyback onto the, the Munich train tonight. Hell yeah. That's yeah. right. Um, and then we go to the main event. I actually like this main event. Um, I think this is a, a very solid main event for a free card, as we have Dom Reyes versus a legit psychopath. New Sean? This guy's awesome. Very psycho, yeah. though. Um, there are some interesting things going on uh on one on tnt i don't know if anybody else is watching <laughs> what's happening uh you, sh- you should wa- see it pretty soon uh did yeah yuri is a crazy again? man what's that did eddie get disqualified again <laughs> uh, i don't know if he's gonna get dq'd oh my god what, um... happened? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this guy what did he do 
he got clipped. This guy look, looked like he was fucking him up, throwing them them calf kicks. Is Eddie talking about how COVID's a hoax? Right hey, now he is. This is what happens, man. All these right all now these Eddie COVID thinks deniers. consciousness is a hoax. I just put it yeah. on. He's getting beat up pretty good here. This is this is satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> this never, is never a bad good. thing. Uh, yeah, Yuri is a psychopath. His offense is is pretty nasty. Uh, his defense a little a little less desirable. Um, it's 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 hard to know. Dominic Reyes <laughs> looks so fucking bad against uh Jan Blockowitz. That is to be hyped up after going to a close decision against uh John Jones and then just falling that flat in a in a title fight is not a good look. Um I don't know if it was a covid thing. I I mean maybe he was training like shit but not a good look. Uh Blockowitz just baffled him with with his offense. I think Yuri could do that as well. Um Reyes is there to be hit and and Yuri does throw some some heat. So I, I like Yuri to to get Reyes out of there early. If he doesn't, it, it gets a bit sketchier. Reyes is is I think the better athlete, uh probably the better conditioned uh fighter. Uh so if Yuri doesn't get him out of there early, it, it does get sketchy, but I do think he gets him out of there. I took Yuri inside the distance at plus one fifteen. Uh, I think he gets him out of there. Brad? Yeah, I'm not sure about uh, agreeing that Reyes is the better athlete. Um, Jay said he was a good athlete, so it immediately thinks that he's not. Um, <laughs> well, baseball players aren't really athletes, right? <laughs> uh, it, no, it was the Jersey Cooler. It's the Florida Freezer, Lance. Yeah. Get right. Oh, right. He had to upgrade when he moved down south. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that like there's going to be collisions in this fight. Uh, and there is certainly a possibility that in one of those collisions, Reyes is a pretty decent counterpuncher. Uh, I could see him landing something silly uh, and putting Yuri out. Uh, we've seen Yuri get knocked out before in, in Risen and stuff like that. So that's not going to, to shock me. But I just think that the fact that he has this constant offense... I don't think that Reyes is going to like that. I, I think he can react to, you know, and, and counter one-off shots. I don't think that constant pressure is going to be something that he deals with well. And Yuri does it from such weird angles. Um, and, like, his offense is not textbook at all. His <laughs> defense is almost non-existent. Uh, but the fact that he's doing it from like ducking in from the side and just throwing all sorts of crazy constant combinations, uh, I, I think that that's going to get to Reyes. I don't think that Reyes has the greatest chin. And I think he's still being overrated by the fact that he fought a, a low volume competitive fight with John Jones. Uh, and, you know, John Jones has had a bunch of those fights lately. Uh, Reyes was the beneficiary of one of them, and I, I think he has been quite overrated ever since. So I'm on Yuri. Uh, I got a bet on him straight. Uh, I think it was at like plus 137, uh, something like that. You can probably get better lines out there now. Uh, I think I got a shitty one in, in that particular case because uh, I'm looking right now and there's minus 125 out there. 
Um, but yeah, I, I like Erie. I, I think he probably gets him out of there. Uh, I think it's probably relatively early, uh, but not really sure. I, I think he can keep up the pace in this one, even if he doesn't get the takedown or the knockout early. Yeah, I'm on the uh, the other side uh, of this one. I, I think if anyone's overrated because of a performance, it's Yuri. Um, <laughs> I think it's it's the opposite. We saw him win this freak flash knockout after kind of getting tagged early. If you remember that fight, Vulcan was he was winning that fight pretty handily uh, up until that the you know towards the end of right before the knockout and that that big shot landed. Vulcan was was winning that fight and. I actually don't think all that much of Vulcan Ozdemir. I feel like he's he he had a good run and he, he landed some shots, but I never thought he was this great fighter, this top level, top five type fighter. Um, and, and here he landed a punch and, and good for him. But the guy's a moron. He does stupid stuff. And it's not just like the showboating. He puts himself in positions where if someone is a good striker, a good counter striker, they can put him out. Reyes is. Reyes is both those things. And Reyes might be a little overrated from the John fight, but I think everyone's kind of past that now after he got slept. And I think him as an underdog to Yuri, if I would have told you a year ago that Reyes would be an underdog to Yuri, you would have said I was fucking insane. And has that much changed since then? You know, Jan, Jan's been great. You know, Jan has been fucking good. Yuri hasn't fought, you know, in a, in a while. He's been off, He's been off for a good bit as well. And I just think I think he's he's gonna win the fight. I, I think he's gonna land something because Yuri's doing something done, overexposed himself. He has no defense. Reyes does fight pretty long. He has pretty good power. Um, he's pretty sneaky with his counters. Um, and I think I think he's just gonna win this fight. And I think at plus money, we're getting some value here. So I do like Dominic Reyes here. I do think he wins this fight. If he doesn't, fucking Yuri, man, that'd be the quickest. <laughs> Getting into the top three, I think I've seen in a in a long, long time. But he would have pulled a Vulcan. Yeah, I know. Vulcan though, man. Vulcan was more of just circumstance to me. Like looking back, like I don't, I don't think he's worth a shit. I don't think he ever was good. Was Vulcan ever good? Um, didn't he get submitted by Kelly Eninson in Bellator? Yes. Yeah. Was he ever good though? Like at all? No, I, I just know. I just answered your question. Yeah, that does answer it for a little bit. But like, who who did Vulcan beat when he was on that run to the title fight? Uh, he uh, he split with Osp. Osp. He he knocked <laughs> he out the fight. chinny Canadian, and then he killed a chinless Jimmy Manoa. No good wins in there. He lost to Osp, and then he knocked out Serkinov, who ended up not being that great. Manoa gets like a strong gust of wind, and he goes night night. So I don't know. I like Reyes here, though. I think he's actually the underrated of the two versus year. I think people are thinking too much about that Vulcan performance where go back and watch that first round. He was getting beat up there. And I think Yuri's going to have to finish this fight. I don't think he's going to win a decision here. I, I think he would he would gas or do something stupid beforehand. I think if this does somehow go to the cards, it, it's Reyes on top. But like Reyes here, plus money. Um, yeah. Anything else to add before we wrap? Um, Eddie Alvarez is turning into a wrestling machine because I know yeah, because he's getting that. lit up on the feet. <laughs> he looked. He could have. It could be a COVID reaction. <clears throat> That's Not, hilarious. Yeah. Um, then, uh, no, we, nothing else. There, there's a bunch of cards happening. Bellator, like PFL. Is Bellator this 
Uh, I don't think no. there's Bellator this the big weekend. Ones, wow, there is a Bellator this weekend, but the big one with the Rumble Dick and YOLO is next weekend. Oh, this yeah. one's with Rory and – oh, uh, PFL, no, that's PFL. T-Bow. T-Bow's back, the Khabib killer. That's right. Yeah. Uh, PFL last week, if you bet the underdogs, Plus oh boy. everywhere. Yeah. Rolling in the dough. Yeah. So um, that being said – Obviously, Curtis Millinder by decision is the bet. No, I'm thinking I think of, I'd sprinkle on him. <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, doing a shoe face mutant parlay. Ooh, you might as well throw Rory in there too. Just go Chalk City. Mm-mm, just Tote special. Tom Waller. I, I mean, shoe face no. only minus three hundred versus Tom Waller. Like, Isn't how does Tom, Tom Waller a pro wrestler now? <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, what about Vinny Magalay should get at plus money or at out. even money? He's out. <laughs> he pulled out. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, um, yeah, next week is an absolute – you thought this week was shit. Next week we lost Diego Sanchez against uh, uh, Cerrone, and we lost fucking TJ Delajaw versus – Yeah, the, ma- uh, the main event now, they said the rumor is – which they have to change it now, especially with Cowboy and Diego. It was going to be – Michelle Waterson versus some girl I've never heard of in the main event. That's, That's the number two ranked straw or whatever weight that is. Who was, what was her name? Marina Rodriguez. Nothing. That doesn't, that doesn't ring a bell. That's she, Yeah. I would have much rather had even title fights that I didn't care about on last week's card. Like they ended up being entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Uh, I didn't care about them at all. Uh, I would have those spread out over three cards rather than the that, shit though. that we had to deal with this week and next week. There is no Bellator this week. No, I, I don't see Bellator. No, it's every other card. When, oh, I thought oh, the Rumble okay, did yeah, play. Well, not that week. is next weekend. Hell, fuck and you. I'm, I'm versus not, Archuleta. Do you bet Rumble in that fight? Like, I don't think you can bet that fight. I, don't, I think there's I don't. no way you could have any idea who's going to win that fight. I'm I'm just watching. That is a the one Bellator fight that I will absolutely tune into. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how in Canada I can watch it. YouTube, I, baby, it's free. Oh, is that one free as well? Yeah, I mean, I thought just was, put it on YouTube. I, I thought on it was just the the first two cards under their new deal that were on nope. uh, YouTube. But man, that yeah. card's good. They can't find somebody uh, that will carry it in Canada because nobody mm-hmm. gives a fuck. So they're just putting it on yeah. YouTube. Uh, not, you can be a sick good. bastard and bet that fight to go to decision. No, thanks. That'd be <laughs> five rounds. <laughs> You'd have the worst juju forever if you bet that fight to go to decision. Like, the rest of your life would be just ruined. That card's good. You got the YOLO Rumble fight. Archuleta Pettis. Larkin's facing uh, some dude. Uh, Patricky uh, is fighting. Some Michael dude. Page, Derek Anderson. That's not bad. That is – it's so much better than the UFC card that week. Yeah. Um, um, so Lynn. that being said, are we doing a Bellator breakdown next week instead of UFC? No, we will not. We will not be breaking down Bellator. <laughs> We're gonna do one breakdown next week. That card isn't great, yo. But you got Kyle Dukakis versus Phil Hawes. Phil yeah. Hawes and and the little Dukakis. Are they gonna oh make my... the main event just Holy Gregor shit. versus um, Gregor CDF? Pretty good. Mini Dukakis is only minus 140 in that fight. He's going to kill him. Yeah. You just play it by finish. You just play You play inside the distance. Wallace can barely stand up in his yeah. last fight. 
That's <laughs> wow. You know he's talking about going to 170. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. How <laughs> does that man well, make 170? Well, the the fact that he he's he hasn't lost since he's come back, and going into this fight saying I'm going to drop to 170. That's basically like I'm about to get my teeth kicked in. So just know I'm dropping weight. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna cut off a leg and try to make fucking 170. Doc is, okay. Doc is good. That fight is or that card is so bad. No way. That Marcos Rogério de Lima is a favorite in a UFC fight. Mm. That's, and that's he's a rightful favorite. He's a rightful favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how good is CDF Gregor though? Pretty good. That's that's a good fight. That's but a good the, fight. Yep. The card was good. I mean, Jeff Neal it, versus Magni should be a good fight, yeah, too. That probably card, could have been a main event. This main card was really good until it lost the uh, the the Sandhagen fight. I mean, Sandhagen, yep. Dillashaw, Neil Magni, CDF Gregor, Cowboy Diego, Hawes Dawkins. Like, there's worse main cards than that. Yep. Yep. Now it's horrible. Now Michelle Waterson versus some chick. <laughs> That's the number six ranked strawweight, Lance. To shit, right? Sure, she is. Or Michelle Watterson. I assume you're making that up. Rodriguez. <laughs> I thought you said she was number two. I she was number two a couple months ago. Huh, Watterson, but, but then other ranked fighters were fighting, so they had to bump yes. them up in the rankings. Yes. you know how it works. Watterson's at one twenty-five. Yeah. Didn't you say one twenty-five? No, Strawweight. Strawweight. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. All I know is every time I watch Michelle Watterson fight, a little part of me dies. Well, it's, yeah. it's going to be an early nap night for you, so that's a bonus, hey? Last time she had a main event, I heard it was good. I still haven't seen it. I went to bed after the co-main. Oh, that was the Hill fight. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I still haven't watched it. Like, I was going to fucking that one watch. Good? I was going to watch Waters in Burst Hill. It was, <laughs> okay. it was action. Oh, yay. Was it? All right, that's probably enough for this week's show. That's yeah, enough. we're losing people at this point. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the fights this weekend. We'll be back next week. Thank you.